<laughs> the residual. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Well, well Matt Veltevaden. Um, Doctor Matt Veltevaden. No. Not yet. Mister. Mister. But you're. When Mister. does when does your PhD end? Because you already you, didn't you just do a submission for it? Or was the no. submission for the journal not for your PhD? Yeah, I've done, it's a, a chapter of, of the PhD. So the first one of one of the first chapters. Um, and then it finishes next December. So yeah, a year and a half. And should, that yeah, should I should just be writing up next year pretty much. And that's just straight engineering. Um. Yes, it's like it's it's. I'm doing statistics on engineering like measure measurements like measure uh engineering phenomena. So I'm doing like statistical kind of analysis of uh, a collective like database almost. And it's at Bristol, but you were doing it in Cambridge before the pandemic. I was doing yeah. So I'm with Bristol. I was um. So my PhD is part funded by um a um. <clears throat> I guess like a body of I don't know of money <laughs> so it's like half funded by the university half funded by this uh industrial like kind of uh, interested kind of uh problem that they're trying to trying to solve so um and this was based in Cambridge at TWI so the World Institute if you don't know but yeah very cool well you you take it to like a whole other level because you're a member of IMAC in London Institute of Mechanical Engineers. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously studied in Bath before and Hull before that. So, I mean, you've been studying engineering for what? Seven years at university level? I mean, obviously different university levels, but something like that. Yeah, you, you're probably right. Yeah. Seven years, man. Fuck. Which is crazy. Because I've known you for... <clears throat> A lot longer than that. Yeah. Which is weird. You knew it, before. Yeah. And before engineering. <laughs> post engineering. Before you were engineered. Engineering. Yeah. Very, uh, the, the watershed. Yeah, I didn't even think I would be doing that, to be honest, back then. But, but I mean. What's your first memory of me? Um, I, I, I think I have one for you. I knew who you were in school because your friends would. Harry, yeah, older brother, um, but I think you just used to hang out with a bunch of people who I knew more because they're you know I can't remember their names but they were a lot louder and kind of, you know. If like, you're in GCSE, then you might have known. Well, everyone used to smoke outside at the same time, and people would kind of you know stand out in the crowd. Um, but one of the first memories I have like actually hanging out with you is when we were playing football in that underground car park and we got with 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 my brother and like I must have been 14, 15. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I accidentally hit the license plate of like an Aston Martin. That was fun. Yeah, it was but so playing fun. Playing football in that part of London is so dangerous. Yeah, but There's playing so many nice cars. Yeah, but so playing cool. football in those underground car parks <laughs> is so fun as well. Oh yeah, that was that was uh yeah, I'm, I'm like I bet today you wouldn't even be able to do that if you wanted. You know, you wouldn't be able to. I'm 24 years old. I'm not. Gonna, like, <laughs> I mean, like not really I, an I, option. I, been, I, I remember winning that game that we played, so we can have. Uh, I remember protesting and being like, 
Guys, this is going to end really badly. Man. Being really scared. And my brother was like, no, it's not. He Shut up. He would shout us. Like, people like, security guys don't care. Yeah. Is he walking in with a football and being like, yeah. you know, <laughs> whatever, guys. Um, it's not like, yeah, I don't know. They, those guys didn't get paid enough to care. Yeah. But what what about you? I think I think that might have been the first time we, we hung out. My first memory of um, when I met you was, I think it was outside calling us. Yo. But I, yeah, you're probably right, like, you probably didn't hang out then, it was just kind of like, you were with your mace, and I was just hanging out with mine, but yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, looks like Harry. Because so, when you were working at the committee, yeah, West India Committee, like, I didn't know you very well at that point, I think that's when we started hanging out, yeah. more or less, because you're obviously right around the, the office is right around the corner from my house. Yeah. And then, so I'd see you. And your brother as well. Yeah, my brother was there for, for a year, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember talking to your brother quite a, quite a lot back then. Yeah? And just, yeah. What do you think? I mean, it's weird. I, I, always, I always forget that. Cause I, I feel like I don't know Derek at all. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you kind of knew... Of Derek through me, I guess. But. Yeah, no, no. More, yeah, increase, more and more over I time. I you haven't spoken to him in a, in a long time. Oh, years. Yeah. Not since then. That'd be great. It'd be cool to, like, connect, connect you two again. Well, you found your phone on the beach this morning. <laughs> Just call him. I was a bit worried. Cause I was like, if the like, Lewis layer and Clark. goes over it, then there's no way I'm going to find it. Just yeah, but, like, I don't know. Like, we just got lucky. We're so, not in Birrets. So. These waves. I'm like, damn, you know. <laughs> it was never going to go into the sea. Depending on where you dropped it, I mean, obviously. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I was, we, thought I was we, definitely... we thought we dropped it by that huge rock. And that was so far away. That was like a, a hundred yeah. meters or so. The tide was not going to come in that far on that beach. Yeah. It's literally gone. like... Yeah. Anyway, I'm really lucky. Because I almost, I almost gave up like two times. So I'd tell myself... Like, I was just going to chill out. I brought my book with me. I was just like, if I can't find it, I can't find it. But if I find it, then I can... What's the book? Uh, Carl, Carl Jung. Carl Jung. Nice. The Undiscovered yeah. Self. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm looking at right now. Because yeah, we're on a staycation in a beach house in Deal. You can hear the seagulls? Yeah, but it's insane. <laughs> you can hear the seagulls. You can, you can hear the sea. The sound of me eating granola. Sorry about that. Um, it's awesome. Sunny. Warm. Yeah, because traveling abroad. Just still this is, too this intense. Like the best thing to happen over the, the past year. This is the first time you left London it's in a long time. Stayed out of London, yeah. 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 Which is just like mad. Mad to think. I'm so glad we, we decided to do this, man. Yeah, 100%. Really it's good. been really nice. Just, um, um, we were planning to do this for much longer. I know, I'm actually glad we didn't. We I'm glad we're just yeah. here for a week. Because yeah. I think it would have been too much. Otherwise. And we lucked out too with expensive. the we-, we lucked out with the weather is the thing. Yeah. 100%. The weather's gonna get really bad next week. So. 100%. Yeah, that's the important thing. But, uh, it was cold first night. But... There's one radiator in this entire house, and it doesn't work. <laughs> and I remember turning it on, and I was like, "Yay!" And then it just emanated um, um, dust into my lungs, and I was like, "No." Um, it's, it's the first night. The first night sleeping here was bad. Mad. Like where it is on the wall, there's not even a plug where it could reach, so it makes no sense to have like 
a place to put the radiator where you can't even use it. It's just, at that point, you might as well just put a picture up there. It's like a prop and saw. It's like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they're goading you into <laughs> using it, or like misusing it. Um, I'd rather have some insulation instead. Just, just a patch of it. Just triggers my asthma and kills me. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was, it was warm though. It was warm. Like, it was... Yeah, the radio, yeah. The itself was great when we found the place to put it. Well, my mum was like, my mum was like, if you guys are freezing, just turn on the oven and leave it open. Yeah. As long as it's not a gas oven, like, you're, you're fine. Definitely. It's not a big house, <laughs> you know, it'll warm up within a lot of time. Um, Imagine, like... I was distracted, because we were watching Bulletproof Monk for two and a half hours. Yeah. I think if it was winter, I think we'd both be just sitting in the kitchen with, like, surrounding the oven... <laughs> like, I wouldn't rent a beach house so in winter. Cool. That would be insane. Yeah, but imagine. In England as well. Imagine, like, it must be cheap though. Yeah, right? like, <laughs> for like, sure. Like, it'd be like 20, basically house in at that point. That's a good point. I guess if you like, if you actually bought your own radiators and shit. But what would yeah, be the point? Way too cold. I feel like this house would be very depressing in the winter. It's nice now. Yeah. Nice April, sure, April sunshine, but... And this is on a good day, like, I cannot, like, on a on bad day. On a bad day, day I wouldn't want to be so a bit, like, yeah. But, it's not, yeah. so we lucked out. But we like timing. it, we like it. Yeah, we nailed it in the timing. Um, summer, for sure. But, yeah, in terms of the questions <laughs> I was supposed to ask. Yeah, once. Because I ask everyone the, question, the, the same question. And I'm, I explained earlier, I'm on, like, four hours sleep, and... So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not making sense. No. Were you surprised by how lockdown affected you personally, Matt? Yes and no. I think I think I was... I don't know. Like, there was a moment during lockdown where I was a bit like, this is... Like, something, like... Basically, I, like, burnt out. So that, And that was weird, because I didn't see that on the horizon. So I guess, like... Well, when did that, that happen? In that spot, then I would be like, yeah, that's when I was surprised. Because I was like, this kind of, you know, never, like, I've never had it that bad, I guess. But When did that? That was around oh. December, so, like, darkest months, you know, yeah. fucking cold, like, mm. hardly leaving the house. like, And that's a lot, the same for a lot of people, maybe, so, but, mm. yeah, I just, need, I just needed a break, really. It was just there. Needed this, needed a little holiday. Yeah. But this is, we're in April. Reset. We're in April, dude, so how did you handle it at the time? Um, yeah, I just, I just, like, literally just looked like, resignment. I just, like, literally just was like, I just need to reset. I just put everything down. Didn't do anything, like. In December? Yeah, so I was working, um, just working a bit too much, I guess, like, almost every day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was just so used to kind of like waking up, working, but also just kind of like being, uh, like, what's the word? Like worried about the results of the work, if that makes sense. Like kind of, yes. you want to make it like, I guess. So I was putting pressure on myself, essentially. That wasn't even like, it wasn't even my supervisors putting pressure on me at all. It was just me put, putting pressure on myself, so... And I, after a long time, it just kind of like built up to the point where it's just like, man, why am I doing this? And then, so yeah, just one day I was like, yeah, I'm going to stop working just today and just kind of like, 
and that's exactly what I needed. I just sat on the couch, watched movies all day. Those moments. I spoke to a few mates, like, you know, yeah. just kind of whatever. That's cool. Yeah. Those moments are either, like, I find really nice or really terrifying and then really nice. Because if you do realise you're in too deep with something... Um, and it's obviously diff- it's you know much more difficult for you because doing a doctorate in science is like you were saying to me yesterday you have to innovate otherwise you're inherently missing the point in many ways like it can be very difficult for some people who aren't you know contributing to like the the advancement of their field and that is you know if I were getting a doctorate and French literature or something, you know, it's not, it's not a very comparable burden. Uh, it's still, it's still incredibly difficult, but it's not, you know, like I have to help further man's understanding of, yeah. you know. But sometimes it's not even about the results. Sometimes it's just about, you know, just doing the thing. Like it's about, you know, you were telling me about maybe looking at becoming a doctor. Yeah. And it's also, like, just the process of, of, like, getting towards that. Like, not even the end result of being a doctor, just getting towards that can be, like, I don't know, just... That's what I chose. It wasn't really, it wasn't really, like, the end, like, part of it, but just, you know, more of the process. Hmm. I mean, you enjoy the process for the most part. Yeah, if I'm not, like, yeah, 100%. I've, 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 I haven't regretted any, any moment of it, to be honest, I've, yeah, definitely. Um, you you learn. It's like a lot of different skills you kind of have to do, but it's all it's all like manageable if that makes sense. Like it's all uh, achievable. So it's just like there's there's a lot of things that that doing that becoming a doctor or becoming doing or studying or e- even any pursuit, you know, that will kind of benefit you. Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting because you're probably the most educated person I've, I've interviewed for this, um, to that standard. Um, when, you start, when you set out to study engineering at Hull in, what was it, 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. um, was this an end in mind for you, becoming a, a Dr. Velter Vaden? Not at all. No. no. So just... I almost didn't go to uni. I, almost, like, I was thinking about just working. There was definitely a moment, there was a point in my life where I was just like, where university didn't, just didn't make sense to me at all, like, because you're paying money to go there, mm. to kind of, you know, and I was just like, if you earn money now, if you start earning money now, and I, I knew people who were doing that, you know, getting jobs, and then, you know, I knew, I think I knew someone who didn't do A-levels, or do you have to do A-levels? No, I don't know how it works, but... Yeah, and he was just like, super into business and stuff, like... And just, like, even if you're making crumbs back then, you know, over time, it's just going to, like... And then you got that versus, you know, going to university or, like, you know, spending loads of money, just being a ton of debt and, you know, all of yeah. that thing. So, yeah, at a point, I was like, it just doesn't really make sense. Mm. But, uh, like, many things, just kind of... was just like, yeah. I think I think a big, big part of it is my brother went to uni. So I saw that and I was like, he looks like he's having a great time. You know, he's, uh, yeah, he's living life. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's what, I guess, what other people are missing when they, when they are working. Well, you, you, yeah, you look at the person, you, someone you look up to, and you're having a kind of, like, directional issue, and you're like, well, they, what would they do in this situation? 
does working from home change things in a way that you feel sort of disenfranchised by or um I think not really like in terms of actual like getting stuff done you can write papers from home like you could it's interesting like you just like having all this time at home you could like you could actually use it to write a book or something if you really wanted to just kind of schedule it in some time like well, I mean, because a lot of science, a lot of engineering is just, like, physical experiments. Like, actually, you know, I would love to have, to, to do some experiments. And I'm lucky that my PhD, you know, it was always, it's still, it's still on the table. But, you know, there's an option for it, which is the best thing. Whereas, like, if people are relying on their physical results, and, like, I would say the majority might be, then it's really difficult to mm. kind of do that. But I think it's eating up a bit at the moment. It's the craziest science experiment you've ever done. <laughs> I don't know, like, um, take a cold shower. That's a, that's a bit of a science experiment. Because you're very um, interested in that stuff, actually. That's, 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 that's a sci- that, I, I consider that science. It's, sure. a, it's a salient point, because you really are interested in health and the effects of those things. Um, like you went swimming in the sea this morning, yeah. which, you know, I, I was, I was talking about it. I didn't actually go through with it because lovely day, lovely day for it, man. I know, but I'm not, I, I lack your courage. Um, I can do it in controlled conditions, but I'm not going to run out into the, God, the sea at six in the morning. Shit. Hell no. Yeah. Maybe in July, but, um, I definitely remember it being warm. Definitely. It was cold. It was cold today. But you'll take... Um, health and fitness, and I know that you're into boxing and hiking, for example. You skate all the time. You're very conscious about what you eat. I mean, we just have breakfast. You know, eating for me is the hardest thing. But I guess if we're having a discussion about mental health, how do you think? those things and the other things that are kind of related to them um, encourage you to stay positive. Because, quite frankly, I don't want to put a burden on you in saying it. You are one of the most positive people I know. You are very, like, you know, you're, you're, you, you always, even I think if things are difficult, have a very calm and constructive approach to problems. And you're not easily phased by things. So what's the kind of connection there, do you think, between... Like, connection with, like, positive attitude versus, and, and, like, using that as, like, a antidote to, like, depression or mental health. Or oh, mental and, health. and just, just your, your routine. Like, I came downstairs yeah. yesterday morning and you'd already done an hour of yoga and you'd been for a bike ride. And... <laughs> no way, no way. Not an yeah, hour. This is, this is another point, because you don't... you got your resistance you bands. From... Yeah, I've got... I mean, I do something. I don't think I do that much. I I literally like train like an old man, if I'm honest. It's Did you do a lot more than anyone else I know? Like, <laughs> like strong old man. <laughs> I'm not even complimenting you at this point. You do. You fundamentally do a lot more, like health centric yeah. stuff than a lot of people I know, which is great. Because again, yeah. as I said, you're one of the more. It's just experience. I love I love experiences, man. Like swimming in the sea is is for me like it's just a trip. Like that's something. It's just really like you know it makes you really present it's just i don't know just like doing just doing like new things doing things 
that are exciting. Um, and working out doesn't sound exciting initially, but it's it's like I don't know. I'm just I'm just into experiences. Like when you're in a cold shower, you feel like every droplet of like cold water, and that's like for me, it's just it just makes it like really fun. I don't know, really interesting. I get like a big kick out of it for some reason. Yeah, man. Um, and like we and some of our friends talk about this stuff a lot because. It is interesting, especially, like, I think when you're our age and your body kind of starts to change a bit. And I definitely find, like, I'm not getting old, but I find it harder to do things that I could do two years ago. Um, Physically or...? Yeah, like, so we walked to a castle in the next town yesterday and back, and the day before that, we walked to... Um, the village that I'm from, which is about an hour in the other direction, and back. And accumulatively, like, I can feel it today in my legs. Normally, I two, three years ago, even like, the beginning of the pandemic, this time a year ago, more give or take, I could do a lot more than that and it wouldn't phase me at all. Like, mm-hmm. I, I felt absolutely, you know, fine. Um, but now I, I, I feel a bit more... I don't know if that's, you know, maybe because I had COVID or... Whatever. Like, do you do you still go on long walks or is it? I'm I'm eating back into it. Yeah. Because I had at the time though you were doing them frequently, right? Yeah, because when I I spend a lot of time down here, in Kent, but when I'm in London and I I went back to London for the first three months of this year, um, I'm not nearly as active. Mm -hmm. I try to be, but you're you're it's it's different when you have all the space. You can't you can't help it. It's fantastic. Um, and the air is, frank. I know that that's not as impactful as we like to think it is really, yeah, but yeah. you do certainly feel a bit of a psychological benefit from, you know, having a nice big breath of fresh air. Yeah, definitely. You know, less people around. And I mean, it's, it's given me horrible tinnitus. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. Yeah, is it still, do you still hear it? I still, yeah, I, I still, and thanks for getting those eardrops, but yeah, I good. do, I do still get that because I think when you're in a very very quiet place after being in somewhere like London um yeah, it can yeah it hits you pretty hard um which is a shame but um I'm oh, sorry I, I, yeah. I've gone off track but <laughs> but yeah anyway comparing like what you're walking before like big you know really long walks to comparing now it's like it's a, it, I think it's a bit of a not not a mistake but I mean, everyone does it. Like, if you go to a gym and then you, you lift a certain amount, then you, you have a break and then you come back to the gym, you feel guilty that you can't... Not guilty, but you're just like, you know, I used to lift this, but now I'm lifting this. Like, I used to walk this long, now I'm walking this long, and I'm just as tired. Like, mm. um, yeah, it's not... Uh, I guess, like, comparison, but it's not um, the best thing to do because it doesn't motivate you to go back, really, unless you're, like, really... True. It, it can be a really big downer for a lot of people where they're just like, you know, even the thought of exercise, like, even if you could run a mile before and now you might not be able to run to the end of your street, it's, it kind of, it doesn't motivate you to kind of do it again. So you have to like, I don't know, take it from a fresh start every time. Well, ex- yeah, exercise should make you feel better. Um, yeah. That's kind of the only point of doing it on a health bent and you know just in terms of how you spend your time um it's it it helps if it's fun um 
or if oh, you man. skating is so fun yeah find something that's fun and you've you've cracked it yeah i mean like we were talking about boxing yesterday and boxing isn't fun for a lot of people because it it is pretty painful um but there are a certain kind of people who can derive more fun from that than others and you know what i mean you find you find what works for you like yeah, yeah. i used to run I used to go running in London, like go jogging, and I hated it because it's just boring. You don't, you're not really doing anything, and I can't listen to music when I run because I just find it off-putting. Yeah. I'm constantly changing songs, so I used to go jogging with a football, and that was like it looks super weird because it's just this. Are you dribbling the football? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I, this, I haven't done it for cool. years, and like it was. That's cool, man. This was like ten years ago when I was like fifteen, and I used to just go out every morning with a football and just run around St James's Park. And, you know, sort of, like, kicking it in between, you know, benches and things like that. Yeah, and people yeah. would be like, what the hell is that going to do? <laughs> but I would, I'd, be, I'd come back and I'd, feel, I'd be exhausted and I've done loads of exercise and I wouldn't feel tired. It's probably more tiring to do that than actually jogging. But yeah, and I got, I got better at football. Yeah, <laughs> like, better it's football. terrible. That is more fun. Though. I'm not good at football, but I got better at it. Maybe, yeah, I think more people Yeah, it's like, there's a great... I, I'm not a big fan of the show Friends, but there's a great episode. Have you seen it when... Um, Lisa Kudrow is like she goes jogging in the park and she just runs in the most ridiculous way. She's like swinging her yeah. arms up and she's just like and like the the other one, her friend, is like embarrassed to to go running with her and she's just like I'm just yeah. like I'm having more more fun than you, so I don't care. I'll see I'll see you around. Uh, yeah. And it's like yeah, that's that's nice. Be be, be that person. Man. Be that person who's just like you might look weird, but if you're having more fun, then that's it. Yeah, it's like I I think I told you the other day, my dad taught my brother and I how to swim well like we got we got really good at swimming because he used to um take a coin and just throw it into the, the pool and we'd have to whoever dived down to the bottom of the pool and got coin first won yeah so like Harry and I got incredibly good <laughs> you know get um, swimming, get a dive in. yeah and for no for no like um it's very it's like the karate kind of you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean there's, there's no intention no intention whatsoever to do that that sounds awesome um, but yeah, just talking about all those things you're doing is what, what's a kind of new thing that you've been doing? Um, maybe because you've skated for as long as I've known you, you've, you know, done boxing, I guess, for years and years. Is there anything during the pandemic when you're kind of introspective, maybe as a result of that burnout in December you talked about? Yeah, just um skating man skating all through the pandemic it started last summer so i had a like i haven't been skating for like as long as i've known you because i i there's definitely times when i went to university i, I wasn't skating really. oh really yeah i'm yeah. oh, my bad and uh so it's just been like i've had to get back in skating like two three times like but it's, it's it is great like you don't you don't lose it it's, all, it's a lot of it's muscle memory but through the pandemic my friend Jacob, shout out Jacob Margrove. Shout out. Uh, first or, ever, or first ever. In seven, like 20 or 30 episodes, it's the first ever. Uh, I, feel good, I feel good, I feel good about that. This, this feels a lot more legit now. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he bought a skateboard and didn't know how to skate, but he wanted to learn. He was just like, yeah, let's do it. And I want to so be I, I had the very best. No one ever was. To catch them is my real okay, test. That's enough for this to shout. skateboard is my car. It's good. Yeah, honestly, skating is uh, 
and uh but yeah, yeah we, just, like, we just went out like you're outside you're exercising and like you're having fun and it's it's like really tiring it's really good cardio but i find it more fun than like i don't really see it as exercise but it is if that makes sense yeah it is and it's just like a huge mental like so many like um it's just so technical so, so you can do it for your whole entire life and you're just like i'm so bad at <laughs> it's crazy it's such a awesome sport like I recommend I recommend everyone to learn to skate, man. I think it's just it's this um yeah. But that that's kept me sane. I'm not gonna lie. That's been like therapy for me. The last like I used to go out in like zero degree weather, minus one. I just like as long as there's like a dry spot of of pavement or whatever, I could I would just bring a skateboard. I'll just and uh, I'll just do tricks like or whatever. I just practice and have like have fun. Number one rule: have fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think more people should go on skate dates, not just because it, it rhymes, but because that do you do you remember that Lupe Fiasco song, Kick Push? Kick Push, yeah. Everyone remembers that song and it's a beautiful song. song and it's like it's it's great. But more yeah, more more relationships would benefit from like mutual skating, I think. Yeah, imagine. That'd be so good. And I don't mean yeah, yeah. It's like activity yeah. Definitely skating. I like bike riding. I like everything. Um, surfing is also like... Surfing's weird for a date though. Because it's like, you're having fun! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Like... Where are you? Like, everyone's wearing a wetsuit. Like, oh, like, oh, shit. Um... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> if someone asked me... I, I mean, love I you! No, yeah, I guess you're right. Like... <laughs> Do you like that? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, what do you do for... <laughs> There's a great restaurant near here. <laughs> down the coast. What? I said down the coast. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you just see... Just, what's your worst first date? She was eaten by a shark. Man, everyone's so scared of sharks. I don't know why. I don't know. I, saw, I found a shark on the I beach. I don't even know if it's, that's an irrational fear. I'm just like... Yeah, I'll show you. I found a shark on the beach. Um... Like two yeah, two no, weeks ago, yeah, like two weeks ago. No, I'll show you right now. Um, it's a cat shark. Uh, they're quite common around here. But the scary thing is, it had a massive chunk bitten out of it, and the tide had gone out a couple of, you know, not not like a quarter of an hour before. So something had like eviscerated this poor thing. Yeah. Um, but it was it was like three foot long. Look, see, we named him Zippy. Damn. Yeah, but he dead. Um. But yeah, sharks are cool. I'm not scared of those sharks. They seem pretty. I am scared of sharks. What about that one? Like, if that no, one no, no, no. I'm not scared of. I'm not scared of a, a, a cat shark. shark. I'm more scared of cookie cutter sharks. You know the ones that like, um, they have that saliva that doesn't. Cl- they're like vampire bats, basically. Like you don't necessarily know that one's bitten you. It could. It's just a weird sensation, and then you're. It's draining your blood. Uh, but obviously, great white sharks. Yeah, I didn't. Well, now you, now you've opened my eyes to other kinds of sharks. I don't know how many species there are. There must be dozens. Of sharks, dozens yeah, of different guys. But my sort you're not going to see a great white in the UK. Well, like people have just because, I think with global warming and shit, like the the seas are warmer. That's you know they travel further afield. To, mm-hmm. um, it's not beyond the realm of. I I don't. I'm going to get in the water here. I'm not scared of being attacked by a shark here, but, I think twice before swimming on, on off a beach in Australia or something. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would that 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 uh, I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that does frighten me. Yeah. Um, there are animals I'm a lot more scared of than sharks, but mm, like which ones? Oh man, this is this this is a whole conversation. You've got a fear list. No, we don't. Um, we talked about this yesterday. Like, what what animals would you not want to be trapped in this house with for an allotted period of time? Like, would you rather take like a sleeping anaconda for two hours or twenty four hours with a black widow, but you don't know where it is? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very. I'm still very scared of spiders. I'm working on that. I'm not scared of snakes. I love snakes. Um, Interesting. I've, I've never been scared of snakes, but I. Um, I'm scared of bears because of the revenant. I'm scared of tigers because if one of those things wants to kill you, you're dead. Yeah. No. No yeah. question. Same with jaguars. Like yeah. lions are different. Lions are more like lazy and, you know, they're, they're kind of like team workers and whatever. But if a jaguar wants to kill you. Solo. Yeah, yeah. The one broke out of the zoo. I read. I don't know where. And by the time they caught it and tranquilized it, it had killed like twenty-seven other animals. It, they just kill for fun. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're my favorite animals. They're beautiful, but like I wouldn't go near one in the wild. Yeah. Um, what else? Certain fish, like you know, I, I I used to have a fear when I was a kid of stepping on like a stonefish. You know, the ones that can mm-hmm. pierce your foot. Yeah. Um, I remember being in, like, when we went to South Africa on, like, a family holiday, I was like, we can't go to the beach. Don't take me to the beach. If we go, I really, I don't want to ever go to the beach. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, crocodiles. Gnarly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have maybe an octopus. Like, I, I've just been trapped in the water with an octopus. A big octopus or, a ri- like, a ring Like an octopus. aggressive one. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of, that's intense. It's a bit, it's a bit, um... I don't know, I guess it's just outside the realm of, like, my experience that I probably haven't had anything. It's just scary, man. Like, even getting bitten by a shark or whatever, it's all... It's probably the same kind of... What's the scariest experience you've ever had with an animal? Oh, um, let me think. I don't know, it's really intense when, like, a dog is, like... (laughs) <laughs> really, yeah. you know, that's, that really gets me going. I've been scared of my friends, German Shepherds, before. Yeah, it's... Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, like... Not every dog, but... Yeah, there's some dogs that are very, like... They're still Wolfie. Like, he's still well, it's funny you said my My friend's dog. German Shepherd was literally named Wolfie. Really? And I remember Wolfie. spending the week... My friend Josh spending the week at his house... Sorry, weekend at his house. Yeah. Uh, a long time ago. And just every time I was, he, he left the room, this dog was just so aware of my presence. And I was like, this thing, this could, thing could really... And they kind of see through you. It could just push me down the different. stairs if it felt like it. It could just yeah. barrel into me. And I was, I mean, it was a sweet dog, but it's like, this is a wolf. You know, I don't want to, um, I don't want to make it upset. Definitely. Yeah. So that's scary. Like, even dogs are scary. So. Dogs are scary. Didn't you see a mountain lion in Arizona? I've seen, yeah, I've seen a bobcat. I haven't seen a mountain lion in a while, but I saw coyotes as well. Um, yeah, the bobcat was, it wasn't too scary because it was quite far away, but yeah, that was just pretty cool. You can hear, um, like the coyotes at night, like right next to your window, just howling, you're like, oh. Would they, would they attack you? Are they too small? I don't small? think coyotes would. Are they bigger than a German Shepherd or smaller? I think they might be the same size, but they're quite, um. Because wolves kill them all slender. the time. They're yeah. slender. Like, I think German Shepherds are like more. Oh. More mass, but I didn't. I didn't know that coyotes get eaten by wolves, but they do. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But they, they. I mean, coyotes eat dogs. Like, 
No. True. It's the pecking order. It's messed up. There's always a bigger dog. <laughs> yeah, you don't like to think about it, but it's definitely yeah. a thing. It's um, true. And they're clever as well. It's like coyotes are clever. Yeah. I've been I've been attacked by a baboon. Attacked? Like, well, not like attacked, attacked, but we were in... Um, my brother and I got in the back of a car in Zimbabwe, mm. leaving a hotel. And there were monkeys in the gardens of this hotel. And this thing just jumped onto the side of the car, and it was screaming, and it had fangs big ass four or five inch fangs and it's just burying its teeth in the window and it's like it wants to attack me it's like it's really gunning for me um and i've seen a cave full of hyenas in a parked car and been like i'm way too close this is i don't want to be here anymore um that was scary it's intense yeah yeah like i was with someone but i realized like we don't have a gun or anything and if the car stalls or something mm -hmm. then that's that's I don't want to be here for that, but um, yeah. Yeah, animals are just crazy. Like I just love, I love animals. Like animals can like just chill in the outdoors, and you know we're we're quite soft. Like we were just like yeah, we like our homes and our kitchens, and our and animals are just like nah, man, that ain't me. Like we're just gonna, it's gonna live off the like I guess nature, I guess. Yeah, I have. <laughs> it just makes it so much scarier. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, really struggle even sleeping in my own garden yeah. at night. I, like humans I who, who are just like really good at that, like that being an animal. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Oh, I, I, like not, not in an offensive way, but like there would be the people that would be in like the SAS, like the paratroopers. Like, well, the point is, anyone can yeah. do it because I remember talking to my brother uh, over Christmas. We watched. Have you seen Band of Brothers? Yeah, I think it's, so. It's an HBO mini series about the Second World War. It's really good. Okay, yeah. um, Ross from Friends is in it, but is this um, a movie? It well, no, it's a, it's a mini series. There are mini maybe eight episodes, ten episodes. Yeah, uh, and they're an hour long each. But it's it's so good. You should watch it. Yeah. Um, and the my brother was like, "Do you think you could put up with that?" Um, there's an episode during set during the Battle of the Bulge and they're sleeping in foxholes and minus 14 and they're obviously being shelled by Nazi yeah. artillery and there's no medicine or food. And I was like, well, you wouldn't have a choice. You'd probably die. It would be absolutely horrible, but you'd, no, one's, no one's there for fun. And it, it, it's like, can you adapt to that though? And I was like, well, sleep in the garden tonight. You know, like, take a sleeping bag and sleep in the garden. Yeah, just one night, you can't, every year, just like... And it's like, but it's, but it's like, it's like you, I was like, would you sleep in the garden tonight if I gave you all the amenities you asked for? And he was like, no, then of course you wouldn't. I could, my dad was in the SAS, like, you know, even he's like, yeah, no. Like, like he spent a year in the jungle in Indonesia. Yeah. And I was like, how did you do that? And he was like, it's just, you know, we were just there. Like, we, didn't, we didn't have a choice. He just made, made the most of a bad situation. You can't leave, yeah. <laughs> so um, it's not it's not like preparing yourself for a mindset. And mm -hmm. I remember asking him like, "How did how did you get ready for the army?" He's like, "That's a stupid question. I didn't like. No one gets ready for the army." Um, He's just ready. He said, "You can't get ready for the army. You're thrust into it, and so don't don't look at it that way." And all of this kind of you know, getting ready to adapt, or they're just like I guess adapt to any. Yeah. Any yeah, situation. it's it's just it's they just put you through. And it's interesting, you told me that the training was really different back then, so I was like, what's the worst thing you ever had to do when you were training for the SAS? Mm -hmm. And I would have thought he'd say, like, oh, I had to go through something grueling, physical, you know, a march or something up a mountain, or, you know, training exercises in a, a freezing 
ocean or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, no, they, they blindfold you and they have a sort of um, a plank of wood that's about, and they tell you, you don't know how long it is or what's going to happen or what it's suspended over or anything. And they tell you to sprint across this thing and you've got to keep doing it. And as he said, it's the most terrifying experience. Wow. And they just, you just, they put a blindfold on you, they send you up a flight of stairs and they go run. And obviously no one knows that. So you, the first thing you do is fall off and then they're like, go again. And apparently it's like, it's truly just horrible. Wow. <laughs> like it sucks. Oh, wow. um, so that's interesting because, because that's not like conditioning for sleeping in rough terrain. That's yeah. just like facing your fears head on. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Um, just like training for like, and it, that's like an intense training experience. for war <laughs> just training for war yeah um, like jumping in the oceans an experience but that sounds like you know 20 times that like well because you said the ewoks in star wars the teddy <laughs> the teddy bear people yeah who were but just so you know massacred by the imperial troops absolutely, at, absolutely. The of, at the end of the film but like i shouldn't laugh <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like they must have gone through some training you know no not necessarily did the aztecs go through training when the conquistadors showed up that's true yeah like what you do? if you gave if you gave the aztecs the guy from assassin's yeah. creed and you set him against hernan cortez then they might have a fighting shot that's what happens in star wars they yeah. have they have a jedi knight who can yeah. use mind control to help them fight off um yeah. you know a high-tech mobilized imperial conditioned clone-based military force uh, it's not like they would have a, a fighting... I mean, obviously, like, the, the comparison is the Vietnam War. And they, they, they bossed it. But then again, you, a lot of the US troops were just teenagers who were conscripted and sent off into the jungle to die. Mm -hmm. So it's not like the Ewoks are like um, communist rice farmers. Yeah. Um, they are uh, a culture-based peoples who sing and live in the trees. They're arboreal. Yeah. Um, and yet, for some reason, despite being arboreal, they have no physical attributes that makes it easier for no them to ways. climb and or move across the ground. <laughs> they, they are, like, seriously immobile. So, um... Maybe you could, like, make a fake town or a fake, like, you know, and just have, like... Like a COD map. Like a COD map, yeah. but everyone... Like, Newtown. Like, it's just, like, just a barracks, and you're just born there, and it's, like, I don't know, or even, or even just, like, I don't know, you go back to, like, ancient times, like, you know raising a viking like you just like have a town for the vikings so the kid or whatever or the, <laughs> you know and then and then, <laughs> and then you have an army of vikings yeah, yeah but my question was like how what how are you going to train them in one session what do you what, what's your oh, in one session. what's your directive to those people like you've seen the film coach carter so if you take on I've a basketball them. team in the same auspice like you're, what's the one drill you're going to leave them with do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just saying for a military force. Jumping. I think jumping's really important. Jumping is important. spend an hour of jumping. Explosive power. Squat jumps. Yeah. Being able to jump like really high is... Interesting. An army of like jumping... <laughs> there's this... They'd be, there's way, this they'd be way harder to hit. The Robert, Robbie told me about <laughs> There's pogo Robbie. sticks coming over the horizon. Uh, these Lumpard. I think they're called Lumpards. Did you say shout out Robbie? Yeah, shout out Robbie. Awesome. Because he, he showed me this. We miss um, you. I miss you. And it's a ancient, like, Tibetan, like, monk or, like, practice. Are you saying this because of Bulletproof Monk? No, no, this, okay. is, from, this is from a, a book from a, a woman who lived in China. She was, like, one of the first people to, like, document. But she also documented a lot of the mysticism and, like, you know, uh, of how they would describe, you know, certain events and things like that. Anyway, so the, there's uh, stories, and she, she saw one. And they're called Lumpers. Lumpa? I think it's the name. It's the... Anyway, 
an ethical name, but yeah. um, and they would be they would get trained by like, uh, in, sitting in a dark room like in the ground, and the only way out is to like jump, really high, and they spend wow. like, months and months just jumping, and this is all like I mean no evidence to to support this at all, but the idea that someone could <laughs> jump that high, and I was just like, um, yeah, and then they could, you know jump into battle they would make great soldiers in well, my yeah. opinion we were talking about this sure. yesterday like like you know dunking a basketball is hard it's so hard and it's so hard. Uh, Vince Carter who is now retired he could still dunk when he was 40 which isn't wow. isn't like that's not like natural that's like you, that, that comes from like a very express and difficult kind of training yeah, like joints, uh, and motivation. Joints have to be good, like everything. Yeah, and like and mind state, but telling yourself you can still do it. But every time you dunk, if you're forty years old, must be excruciatingly painful. Doesn't matter how strong you are, just your joints and your, you know, the elasticity of your body doesn't naturally replenish itself. You you need to be lucky to something. But I'm just saying, yeah, that, that that's, that's an interesting one because your explosive power is. Um, He'd still be able to beat like ninety nine percent of people who play basketball, though. He would. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's, he, <laughs> I think I'd be seventy and just like. I think know. I I read somewhere like only like two thousand five hundred people have ever played in the NBA, so if you, if you just oh, get to that point, at all. Also, yeah. he Vince Carter has been in the NBA for so long. He's played against two thirds of the people who have ever played in it. Wow. Which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. So he's he's um. So out of those two thirds of two thousand, I don't know. I wait. Anyways, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're 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 the mathematician. Yeah, I, yeah, um, develop someone's like survival capabilities. Apparently, like parachuting, something that would be that would be kind of like that would be kind of cool. Parachuting, yeah. My dad was a parachutist. Um, yeah, like jumping out of an airplane to me it sounds um, very very difficult. Yeah. Especially if you get Scary. woken up blindfolded and put on the plane. And then you're just like, yeah, you have to jump. And I was like, Jesus. I thought today was going to go very different. But, yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's why they do what they do. I'm yeah. bad with flying, but I would. But it's like when, when it's like, what would you teach them? It's like, I don't think I have anything to offer. No. You never know. You could be put in a situation yeah. like that. It's it's it is interesting to think how you respond. It's, it's hypothetical and it's fun, but it's like you, when you hear stories like that, it's, you, you'll sort of, you know, like most of the people in these major conflicts aren't professional soldiers. They're normal people who have to concentrate their efforts on killing other people. Um, so yeah. psychologically, that's weird. But also a very weird thing for me to bring up. So I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a spacey morning. Oh. Oh, yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't aware of that, but... Matt Valtabaden, PhD. <laughs> we, are, we are talking this morning about... Um, but your, your, like, work-a-day routine, and I've seen it the last couple of days, is very productive and yet pretty chilled out. And, like, this isn't the first time, like, you know, you've come to stay at my house before a bunch of times. Like, I know you've got a very... I said this to you the other day, I think, but you've got, you've got a very admirable work-life balance. Um in a way that I definitely wish I had more of. Um, but you're very, you seem to be very good yeah. at like, you know, so, so how's your like process or your routine, I mean, process is a, is a silly word, but your sort of routine changed, developed or, 
or not, and are you kind of happy with what what it is today? Yeah, what what you're seeing isn't isn't the final like <laughs> it's not my final form. It's just kind of like <laughs> nice. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's changing, man. It changes all the time. It changes all the time. How many days like do I get to wake up and then just like walk outside onto a balcony and just like sit, read, have a coffee, like? No, I know, but when you're at home, yeah, because and and you've moved around a bit as well. Yeah. So again, it's um back in Enfield where you grew up. Yeah. What was daily life like, and was it you know what what did you? Yeah, just living living with parents like versus living with mates and people that you work with like having a really solid routine before and then getting that like kind of knocked out of balance like um, because of COVID just. Yeah, it was a bit weird, weird to adjust. But I think like moving around kind of helps reset. Like it helps, kind of like you take you only take the things that you kind of need. Like if you go if you go on a holiday, you're like this is all I'm gonna need for holiday. So you're not like, um, so I don't know. It's good. It's a good thing to kind of just kind of get used to and then just, just kind of like mentally like having seeing like fresh environment like different environments like, kind of like keep it keeps you interested. I don't know. It keeps me interested. Like if I go to somewhere I haven't been before you're you're immediately like just automatically you're just more focusing on like the stuff that's going on but um sorry what was the question <laughs> just your like your daily routine and how it's changed or or stayed the same and whether or not you're happy about that yeah I, I, yeah I like I like being in a state of like relaxed alertness and however I can get that state I will I will do that and that will change like depending on like the day how I'm feeling like I don't know like but that's like I guess like what I strive to be but it's almost like you can't um you can't just like like force it into being you can't like force being relaxed you kind of just got to be a bit more relaxed so um yeah as soon as you try to relax it's almost a contradiction it's like when you when you try to sleep you stay awake yeah exactly exactly or if you yeah and that's where like the best ideas come from it's where it's just like where like Kind of what do you mean by be, that? That's like it's kind of like, well. Tend to be most productive or like have like just kind of like relaxed kind of attitude towards, you know, not worried about like how it's going to sound or whatever, just just writing, for instance. Like if you're writing a book, which you've done, by the way, is sick. Uh, thank you. Congratulations. Man. Yeah, thank you. Um, like when you, when you first start writing, you're not like, you write a sentence how are they gonna see this sentence you're just like oh my god like that this just sounds so bad you just kind of do it for you know for the process right it's just for fun yo madlib who's like i'm big we're both big fan of huge fan shout out madlib yeah he was and his his music annoys a lot of people not because it's it's bad like it it is very good but he just the way he he organizes stuff and and formats albums and stuff can be quite annoying because it's very specific and you can hear like you know like a really good snippet for like 40 seconds and he'll be like why didn't he turn that into a full song and he's like i just do everything for me i don't care what other people like you know so it's, yeah yeah it yeah, sucks no, when you're in a in like a but, but you know <laughs> no no one no one cares when, you, when no you're successful got... you could do that shit man. well like you sure. you you become successful shit. to some extent because you do that shit and um yeah you know no no one cares what you're doing like i don't lose any sleep over the composition of a Madlib album um, and his creative process doesn't really mean that much to me but yeah, yeah. Um, so so the fact that it doesn't and I'm a big fan um, like you know what has he got to lose by being himself so <laughs> you know and 
Uh, he's one one example of of many. Um, I love playing bad music, man. We should play some. We should definitely play I was some bad music. Bring Shorty's like a melody in my head. Da, 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 got me singing. Da, 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 that is a masterpiece. We can't. Got my eyes on something. Replay, replay. Shorty's like a melody. In... Um, of course we can. Um, this is how this is how great great <laughs> things are achieved. Um, yeah, coming from a, like not coming from a place of addiction, like coming from a place of like I don't know, just jokes, happiness, whatever. Like doesn't even need to make sense. Like. I'd love to do that just once, if just just to because I, I just for the love of doing it. But like, I'm a bad. I know I'm bad at music, but I'd love to, <laughs> and I never would consider a career in music. But I have a lot of friends who do, and I know I could get a lot of help. I'd love to write like, um, not I wouldn't say an intentionally bad album because if you try and write something bad, it sounds even worse. But, <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Um, just just I write, mean, just I write. Don't need help with. Just write like six bad songs and then create like a persona around it and then just just release this thing that hopefully gets like a cult following in like Indonesia or Denmark yeah. or something, and um, um, just to do some like like you know very low key mixtape. Yeah. It's of, hard like... to write music. Like, I find it really hard to write music. I I'm really good at starting to write music and then I'm just like I listen to it next day. I'm like. I don't have that same energy. I'm it's fun. Like, it's fun to write rhythms but, because um, yeah, depends on the musician. You just musician. gotta go like push through it. With, push depends through on it. the the instrument you play, kind of. Yeah. If you play bass, I think it's easy to write rhythms, and then mm. you can kind of combine those. They don't sound good, but yeah. Um, and I think I don't know. So maybe for some people, they have like a bit of a gift for this. But I find trying to write lyrics is very difficult because unlike writing something like poetry. As um, as you know, my brother does this, and he's published, and uh, mm-hmm. like you're not thinking about you're not trying to square it with music in your head. You're not trying like yeah, yeah. It has a a rhythmic basis to it. It has um, um, the terminology is escaping me right now, but it has like a a natural flow poetry, and that's fine. But I feel like you maybe you try too hard, or at least in my experience, I've seen people do it, try too hard to kind of impose lyrics on a song or. Like, yeah, I love, I love that story about the Beatles, how, um, you know, um, the song Yesterday, he originally yeah. wrote it about scrambled eggs. No way. Yeah, the original lyrics were scrambled this eggs, oh my baby, how I love your legs, not yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. And then he just changed it. So it's like, the lyrics don't matter. You know, he wasn't like, how can I... But like, where, where that energy comes from is super, like, in your, in your routine, like, if you're able to kind of, like implement that into your routine like just kind of like that playfulness like, so you listen kind of to, you listen to a lot of music when you work i listen to pretty much yeah pretty much listen to something it can be music it can be like just kind of like literally like background it depends on what you're doing like mm. um but as long as it just kind of keeps me focused keeps me focused yeah. and keeps me relaxed i if love I get it too too like not too focused, but like if the music's too much, then it's kind of like I just start. I literally just start dancing, and it's just like <laughs> you know. And sometimes I do. I just dance for. Well, it depends. Bit. It depends on the music. You're not going to start dancing to like. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like a banger might just come on out. No, you're just like, oh no. <laughs> oh, and you're just there nodding. You're here I, just here like, I go again. You're not even. Uh, you're not. Shorty is like a melody. <laughs> um, oh, <man>. But <laughs> you. Do you, do you think it's harder to be sad in morning than in the evening? Yes, I definitely do. I think about this a lot. Um, like because in the sun, like you wake up in summer. Waking sunny. up when it's yeah, it's but like, it's hard to be like, oh man, today sucks. Like, yeah, no, so for sure. Out. That's why. That's why I really struggle with with the winter. I feel like I get far more 
um, uh, depressive, quite frankly, in the winter because I, you know, I don't know, I let it affect me too much. I need to deal with that. It's not easy, but I do need to deal with that. Um, it's, it's normal, I think, for everyone, but um, if you think you're... Yeah. Well, it, it is and it isn't because, like, the severity of that effect it has on you. I'm not saying, like, no one, obviously... Well, I don't know. It's not like people in hot countries are necessarily like more uh, happier than people in cold ones. Um, so you got to kind of make the most of it. I really I admire. I, I don't deify them because they're they're just you know normal people at the end of the day. But I do admire to some extent those people who live in Scandinavia who are like st- they still seem very like peaceable and happy and like I would I would be miserable very, if I lived like in. very tolerant of weather. If you give me two hours of sunlight and there's not a guarantee it could be a cloudy day or something, I would be miserable, no question. Yeah. Um, so I, that's something I'm quite keen to to work on and change. Um, do you think? Do you think like because in summer there's so much sunlight, so much like the summers are just way like just nice. Yeah, definitely at my best in summer or maybe like post summer. But you can also feel guilty about that because if you have a bad day in the summer, if you wake up and, and it's like a beautiful day and you're not feeling great because something's happened to you. Mm-hmm. then don't you just you, like I, I guess that's the important thing is like you, sh- you don't need to feel like just because the conditions are right you have to be a certain way like we're, we're so used now to hearing people say like it's okay not to be okay but it's really what it boils down to is like you don't just, just because like everything around you is great I mean it doesn't help to be cynical about stuff and that's I hope the decision a lot of people like. Well, I mean, it's individuals make their own choices, you know. Like, I, I, I am determined not to be cynical about stuff if I can help it. But um, just because it's a nice day doesn't mean I have to be in a great mood. I will get there eventually in my own time. Those those reasons will will cheer me up. But I don't know. Maybe you have a nightmare about something, or you. I had a week where I was just like, you have a bad dream. You know, it's not something my point, yeah, that you control. Yeah. Depression doesn't end in July and start again in yes. September. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't True. work like that. Um, people are allowed to feel shit when, yeah, you know, when bad, things, bad things happen. Um, but speaking about that, um, do you ever look kind of at pre-pandemic times or like any difficulties that you went through and you kind of... What, what motivates you? And, and I mean, in the good and the bad sense, because I think we all have positive things that motivate us, and mm-hmm. maybe those things can be harbingers of negative stuff, or like there's just negative experiences that make you um, behave in a certain way or drive you to do certain things. I know one of your cats passed away, and that was like really fucking hard for you, and I'm sorry about that. That's, that's just, that sucks. Shout out, Bubbles. Yeah, rest in peace, Bubbles. Um, but, but stuff yeah, like yeah. that. During before the pandemic, you know, like what kind of this is a very uncertain, weird situation. And lockdowns are ending. That's why I'm not doing any more of these. But what kind of do you look back on and you know, or look forward to? Look forward to, or what motivated me before, like before being in pandemic. I know it's not. This is this is definitely like one of the best parts of the pandemic for sure. But I think sometimes, like when you when you are like on a down, or if you're experiencing bad times, it kind of makes like times like this even even brighter. If that yes. makes sense, like having that contrast between the two. Because like going back to, I know it's gonna sound really stupid, but like if you go back to the weather, like uh, um, 
that like it's really nice. I, I you mentioned this yesterday. It's like it's really nice to have the contrast between winter and summer, yeah. and like, and if you live somewhere where it's like all, you know, the same all the time, it's not it's not the same. But yeah, maybe that's what the dark times are for, man. Just to kind of like bring back, like bring back more light. That's the beauty of of England. Is it's um we have seasons. We have full seasons. We're not yeah, huge. Yeah. Too climactic, you know. Yeah. Uh, climatized rather um, but yeah I, I absolutely buy that you can't have spring without winter and um, I don't it, 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 can, it can sound kind of karmic and I don't I, the jury's out I don't know if I buy into karma too much I certainly don't think about it often but this idea that like everything has a equal opposite reaction so you got to get yeah. the lower you, you've been, the more you appreciate the highs, mm-hmm. kind of. And I don't know if that makes sense, but it's a nice idea in many ways. It's yeah. like those people who have been through hell can, you know, come back. Just well, just like I, I don't know if like I was putting a lot of burden on people who have like you know survived cancers and things because it's like they don't have to wake up every morning and appreciate every sunrise and you know they 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 can yeah, do it. It, it like levels out after a while like no matter like if you fall or if you rise up to like you know it after a while it kind of levels out if there's no change change there but the pandemic's definitely like a bit of a change but I'm also really I think everyone in self, yourself included everyone's really looking forward to post pandemic times like even this summer everyone I've spoken to is like really just kind of positive very like um I don't know manifesting like a good like rest of like summer and just enjoying it like what it is and just you know celebrating you know but did you make have you made like big plans because of that or are you just you're just chilling no this is the biggest plan I made all fucking all year I think this is great like you know Awesome. For real. Yeah, this is the biggest plan I've I've made in the year to be honest. Good. I mean Um after that I d I haven't actually um but I'd I'd love to do something like this again for sure. I'm wary about getting like overexcited about the end of the pandemic though. I just I just want to go back to normal and, and have fun and like, you know Yeah, there's a, there's this scariness that's gonna be like spring break. Everyone's just gonna be Well and that's then why it comes back and then you're just like That's why we're here now. What do you think is the biggest difference between you today? Um, this time a year ago. This time a year ago. Oh. Definitely my ability to work from home. <laughs> that's a terrible answer. That's a great answer. That's, that's a great criminal. answer. That's a great Dude, answer. I, I can work from home so much better now. <laughs> um, yeah. That's probably the biggest one. Nice. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Is that a skill? Like, could, you, could I put that on my CV, do you reckon? I mean, it's like saying on your CV. <laughs> yeah, it's like saying you have a driver's license on your CV. You know. Yeah. It's like can you, congr- congr- you can, but like, why would you? Like, like, congratulations. Like, everyone. Welcome to the human race, yeah, so, yeah. my friend. Um, how? I don't know. What What would you say to people who are anxious about not having been productive or made the most of this time? Like, because as someone who's got a lot done with your PhD and so on, like, it's very easy to feel like, oh, I had all this time at home and I didn't do anything with it, I didn't benefit from it. Um, that's, mm-hmm. that's 
that's going to bum me out. So what would your message be to people who are kind of like more negatively disaffected, like their frame of mind was kind of hit by this, or maybe they suffered a loss of, you know, family members or um, jobs mm-hmm. and so on. So what would you kind of it's say so to difficult, those people? Man. That's a very difficult question. Because, like, some people might be in a completely different place. Like, you know, you you might be, like, working your hardest, but, like, just getting by. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you might be, like, going through a lot. So it's yeah. very... Um, hard to kind of say like any any one thing like I just I don't know I guess you you also might not be but you're just not coping very well with you that. also might not be and that's fine in that case then you know I would I'll, uh, I would be like in that case then I would be like if you if you are aware of this and if you are willing to make like some changes then just make them just like start with like something really small and then just work your way up um it's it's like really dumb and it is and it's really simple and it is but that's literally just like gaining like momentum almost and just being like i don't know just kind of getting slightly slightly better every day like kind of kind of philosophy at, at that thing at like a specific thing or when you say getting better getting every day. towards something that you, you're like you're more like you you just like you're just happier like not not happier but like becoming more like towards it's gonna sound very like <laughs> uh what do you call it wushu um <laughs> but like to, towards yourself like how how like how you see yourself living like almost in that sense like everyone has a vision of what they want to be and some people get anxious because that vision is not really like who they are at the moment if that makes sense yes. but you know taking like any kind of changes and that's that's why it's so difficult because we're not really wired for for change we're we're actually just wired for habits more than like kind of interesting but when you do change it can it can when you say wired for habits you mean like you get you get stuck in your habits more easily than you do and yeah like 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 the film yes man is unsustainable basically (laughs) (laughs) oh we should watch Oh wow! Um, yeah, definitely. Like you think, like rivers, right? And more rivers that run into a big river, and that big river is kind of like a habit, something you do every day. Like so, you're you're programming it into like into your being, essentially. But, but you can get kind of toxic. Um, I mean, toxic habit. What, 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 what's a you know there are bad habits there are good habits you've got to get to allegedly the root cause we were talking about psychoanalysis yesterday because that can be dangerous not because it's necessarily a bad thing but because you can bite off more than you can chew and you can look at the causes of why you do certain things and um they come up every day in your daily life and you can choose to ignore them or deal with them but if you go actively seeking them out in order to change you can find like there was a lot more in my past that i didn't handle things I thought I'd handled, and this is overwhelming. I think that's why a lot of people get um, knocked over by, you know, you go into the sea and you don't you think, oh, it's just water, it's not gonna knock me over, and then a friggin' tidal wave comes. And uh, so mm-hmm. um, it's the same thing with that kind of introspection. You don't know what's in there. And, and we, were talk- we were having an interesting conversation yesterday because you were saying to me like, yeah, can, how much do we remember? How much are we capable of remembering? What, what, how much gray matter, how much of our sort of neuronal centers actually store data are you capable of remembering everything if you were reminded of it over time or 
are there certain things that are just irretrievable data, data losses? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the motivation for your habits is super interesting and very difficult to ascertain. Mm -hmm. But I, so but your habits are interesting because like the more you do them, the less they become like a memory. If that makes sense. True. Does, true. Is, does that make sense? Yeah, like, that's interesting. Know, um, I didn't think of that. You don't really remember brushing your teeth like exactly you brushing your teeth like like yesterday. I, I couldn't. I didn't remember if I took my phone out or not. You know. Um, yeah. When you lost uh, it, good point. yeah, exactly. But if it's something like if you, if you're doing something like really new or or novel, like if you're like um, doing a sport you've never done before, or even walking somewhere different, then um, yeah, your memory kind of you'll remember that experience more because it's more unique. It stands out more among the the crowd. So I guess that's a good rule. I mean, it's not it's not a good rule, but it's it could be a fun rule. It's like it's okay to do bad shit, but it should be memorable. Like, if you get to a point where you're like, I can't remember how many times I've done this <laughs> thing. Like, I've done it so frequently. That's when I think it's like, yeah, I got a, I got a problem. I got a, I got a problem I need to deal with. But, um, But that's yeah. why habits are so good. Like, they're so good because they're so useful. Like, imagine having to, like... But you get bad habits as well as good ones, you know really, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, so like... Bre break, that's what, um, like, breaking bad habits is... But how do you do that? What's, what's your like method? starting new habits. So your 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 yeah your aim is to replace fire them fire. rather fire than... with fire. Okay, nice. I mean, like yeah, but... not phase them out, just cold turkey, like yeah, no. Okay, uh, definitely. Cold no. water. Cold water. Cold I, turkey for some water. people that would work though. I don't. I don't want to say that like. No, yeah, I, I don't want to advise people just like you know. And you're not. You're just. You're just like, saying. I'm just asking you. It's like it's really. It's always unique to to the person to. Um, to the event and there's so much like I haven't experienced in life so I can't talk about those things if I haven't but no single human being ever will be able to on, very on those true, grounds very yeah. true but you know you, you did say like I'm quite positive and I gen genuinely am and like there, there are moments where it's like obviously not it's not always positive but you know so when you say like pe there are definitely people who've had way rougher than me so it's kind of like there always will be there'll always be some, someone's got it worse than you somehow yeah, 100%. Doesn't matter who you are. 100%. Anyway, I just, I just want the best for everyone, man. Just kind of like, you know, I love, I love all human beings. Well, last thing, culturally, and on that note, what's like a good distraction for you when things aren't going well? What would you recommend to people? TV shows, books, whatever. Yeah. Nature yeah. walks. Can outside. I, yeah. Um, something that makes me feel good, man. Like, what makes me feel good? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, probably watching a movie on a rainy day is always, like, it's nice. Or going out and it's sunny, like, going on an adventure or some shit. Yeah. Age. Distract yourself. Yeah, I don't know. Do something fun, like, you know. That makes you smile, like, if you're doing it and you're smiling, just do that. That's good. Whatever one. that is, like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you're just <laughs> doing it. It's like... What about you, man? I want to ask you these questions, man. Ah. Uh. What's, um... The reason I ask other people these questions is because my answers would be terrible. What's your... Um, yeah, let me ask you. What's Shit. your um, advice to people going through or, like, experiencing some emotional kind of, like... Um, I don't know, deepening? You are... It, it sounds ridiculous because if you don't know it's happening, you can't possibly... But, like... You are always loved by someone. 
it doesn't matter how fucking lonely you are if you're like completely cut off from like like you, even if you haven't met that person yet. And I know that sounds insane. Like you fulfill a criteria that someone somewhere fundamentally cares about, and therefore, what you do matters. So, don't be afraid to build relationships with people based on your insecurities and it's, it's okay like don't don't pretend to be something you're not if you're having a shit time the best the best thing i did last year was when i was feeling and depressed and i was you know like i just couldn't um every, it was it was like I, I, it was too much for me so that ruined like that that took like three months out of my life you know i was i wasn't working efficiently i wasn't sleeping properly i wasn't eating well um I was cutting myself off from people and I needed help. And I was so scared because I was so unaccustomed to being that useless um, and not having that motivation. Cause you know, you know me, I'm not a very like accomplished person, but I, I am quite competitive about shit. Like I like to try and see if I can do things and often I can't, but I, I like giving it a go. I, I lost that completely. I couldn't do that anymore. So the best thing I did in that situation was was call you. We wouldn't be here today if I didn't call you. And I was like, dude, I'm feeling, I'm really scared at the moment. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, and this was your idea because of that. And you were like, we need to fucking get out of London. And you know, and so, so many of my friends. And, I'm, yeah. and like, on that note, everyone who I, I interviewed for this thing, who took the time to do it, like I, you know, uh, made made a big difference to me. So just yeah, just talking like you know we say it all the time. Human beings are social animals. Make the most of that. Don't feel the need to impress people, and project some bullshit concept of who you are, because you can't help who you are at the end of the day. Just embrace it. Be as happy about it as you can be. You, I promise, the more you do that, the more. And I'm still working on it. Um, what are you pointing at, magpie? It's a cat. Oh, it's a black cat. Well, a black cat just walked across First the park. Cat I've seen in. Okay, so that black cat walked left. That black cat walked left from yeah. us, right? So I swear, if it walks left, it's good luck, and if it walks right, it's bad luck. Is that it? So I thought black cats were actually like I have black cats, but they have well, um, like brown fur. It's just really dark brown. Yeah, no, absolutely. You look at a panther in, in the right light, and you yeah. see it's like yeah, just so it's always always bad luck. She <laughs> brown um, cats, bad luck. No. Anyway, we're, we're, just, we yeah, digress. We just digress. talk, just talk yeah, to, dude, to people. Real. Not me, because like, That's I am, uh, I'm not good at giving advice. No, it's not like sometimes just about like having, doing this, like having a little laugh about something. I don't know, just saying something stupid and then someone laughing. You know, lightening yeah. the situation is is. Like, you can be you can be friends you can be friends with with like just about anyone. You can also hate just about anyone. So it's important not to take um, people's opinions and expectations and those sorts of things too seriously but um it's also like you can you can make the most of that in a really nice way like there are so many people who i get on with now who i used to tell myself i wouldn't or i would i would set myself up to fail by being conditional about situations and be like oh i wouldn't enjoy this or i wouldn't enjoy that it's like yeah, yeah. don't just be a, i don't know it's, I get, this, yeah. it's kind of like hippy dippy sounding nonsense but it's also very true just like be open to you know if you wake up every morning and you're like this could be the best day of my life you have no idea and like it, it, it could be there's a 0.001% chance maybe yeah. but like stranger things have happened yeah. um, so talk to people talk about be honest about it and never expect that what you want 
is um, impossible because like, I guarantee you something weirder has has <laughs> yeah. happened. Um, That's a really good point. Yeah, like worse, worse things sick. will happen to you, better things will happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can enjoy all of it to some extent or like look at it in, the, in a nice way and you're capable of doing that, everyone is. Um, then, um, then as long as you're cognizant, I mean, obviously that's a lot harder for other people. Uh, easy for me to say that, but like, it it is possible, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not telling people how to live their lives. I don't fucking know how to live mine, so um, I'm just, yeah, um, do all of that. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a good day to me. If I if I do Have all the, day, man. Yeah, if I do all those things in one day, that sounds good. Um, yeah, dude. Coffee? That sounds like a good day. Yeah, please. All right. Okay. And that is the last one I'm um, ever doing. So thank you very much to everyone who... Thanks for having me on, man. It's like... No, dude. uh, It's it's fun. We're just doing what we usually do. But thanks for answering the questions because it's it's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. And it just, it it shows as well. I had a good time, man. There's so much you don't know about some, like, like, no matter how well you know someone, there's a lot you don't know about them Mm -hmm. um, until you ask them, like, certain certain things but yeah thanks to everyone who who's either been on it or listened to it and um enjoy matt velsavaden future phd are you hugging me it's a bit yeah. weird uh legend thank you um let's go have a coffee sweet all right let's